You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon here. I'm the lead editor for Explore the Bible Students, and we are in session two of our summer study on Job and Ecclesiastes, and we find ourselves in, ourselves in uh, Job 14, 1 through 14. This session is titled Hope Defined, and our central truth is this, hope and purpose in life can be found only in God. I mentioned last week that the books of Job and Ecclesiastes, but maybe particularly Job, is a book about how difficult life can be. Um, it's this book that forces us to reckon with the reality that we live in a very broken world. And the Bible does this constantly, but I think this book in particular forces us to say, like, suffering is a reality in this world, and sometimes really wonderful, really good people, uh, people who love and fear God, um, Job's not perfect. Let's be really clear about that. Nobody in the Bible is perfect, but Job is someone who is admirable in many ways. He's described as a righteous man. He's described as someone who fears God and who seeks God daily and loves his family and seeks God on behalf of his kids and family, and yet he's suffered horribly. Um, he suffered terribly, and um, and he has to reckon with that, and it forces us to sort of go like, okay, what does it mean to have faith in God, to trust in God in the midst of really, really gnarly, difficult suffering? All right, so um, this is a unique little prayer in the book of Job where we see Job um, speaking directly to God. Um, and he opens his prayer to God by saying, Anyone born of a woman is short of days and full of trouble. Um, so yeah, you see exactly what we've been talking about that um, life is difficult and short and frustrating sometimes. This isn't to say that it isn't also wonderful and beautiful and glorious and full of wonder sometimes, too. It, it, it can be both those things. Life is complicated, but there are times when it's going to be really difficult for you. There are times it's going to be really difficult for your students, and we need to sort of admit that up front. And I think one of the beautiful things about this prayer is that Job doesn't really hold back. Like, Job's giving us a picture of the way, one of the ways that we can speak to God. I think sometimes we talk to God in ways where we only say what we think he wants to hear. And so then we don't make a lot of headway in our relationship with him. But the Psalms are full of these kinds of prayers where people are like, how long, O Lord, will you stay silent and not answer my prayers? How long, O Lord, till you act to bring justice to me and, and to, to, to give me relief from my enemies? Like, this is a big theme in the Bible. So um, I think this passage would free you and your students from trying to hide who you really are and how you really feel from God. Like, I hope you and your students through this session begin to feel the freedom of being real with God and being real with others. Um, these verses remind us that life is difficult and full of painful experiences um, and that all people face these things because we all live in the broken world. We've all contributed to the world's brokenness in some way. This isn't to say that Job is at fault or that Job is being punished for his own sin. That's clearly not the case with the way the book of Job is, is structured. Um, but it does bring up these really important questions of why is life so difficult? Why do seemingly good people sometimes suffer so greatly? Um, and these are questions that Job doesn't exactly answer for us, at least not yet, at least not at this juncture. But we can take some comfort in knowing that we're not the only people in the world who wrestle with tough questions, who are frustrated by the despair that life brings sometimes, and are frustrated by, by going through really difficult stuff. Um, there's something refreshing about Job's honesty. 
So let's be honest with God about where we're at and how we feel. And because I believe in those moments when we're honest and open with God, God can begin to reshape our focus and our perspective. Job needs that. And it's not until he prays this prayer, um, and, and and many more, this is not the first, the only time Job's going to express frustration to God. There's going to be more, there's more frustration coming. But it's not until he can honestly articulate these frustrating, this his frustration and his um, despair that he can begin to find hope and God and peace in the midst of it and perspective. Um, we're not hopeless. We're, there's, it's, it is not true that there's no help for us, but we need to be honest with God when we, when we start to feel, when we start taking steps towards hopelessness and helplessness, we need to, we need to go to God in those moments. That's the first step. You don't have to hide who you are and how you feel with God. He wants to you to articulate. He knows how you feel already, but he still wants you to articulate those things because that's an important step in the real, vibrant, uh, meaningful relationship God wants to have with you and with your students. Uh, let's help our students see that and model that. So uh, there's a be vulnerable note on page 19. It says, consider sharing about a time when you were honest with God about your frustrations, concerns, or doubts. Why was it important to be honest with God? And did being honest with God help you cope or find hope in the midst of suffering? Um, so I encourage you to share, think of a story, share some examples, um, share how God has spoken to you in the midst of difficulty and how he has seen you through. Um, that's a first step, I think, towards us um, supporting and helping each other to see God in the midst of, of life in a very difficult, very broken world. And it's that kind of honesty that prepares us to then receive with joy the promise of resurrection that's hidden in these verses. This is not a passage that's without hope. I do believe that Job is not a book that is without hope. I do believe that Ecclesiastes is not a book without hope. They, these are books that point us to Jesus, but they point us to Jesus um, by first like hammering home how desperately we need the guidance, the help, the love, the support that only he can provide. So I hope this moves us to lean less on ourselves and more on Jesus. Thanks for your time. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.